0: Pals, welcome back to another episode of the Pool Box Pals podcast. My name is Monk, and with me is my pal Mad. And you made it through without laughing. I did. I'm very proud of you. I can see you holding it back,
1: though. I was, I was really holding it back. Holding what gets it you? What, what makes you giggle? Oh, I mean, it doesn't take much. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I, I, I always think
0: that it's my. Uh, my my radio voice that i do for the intro you did you did it you very much did a radio voice yeah i have a radio voice which is fine i like it i would have loved to been i i can't remember if i've ever talked about this on the podcast but i listened to radio as a kid you know like yeah friday night while playing video games like there was just some station and that's where i fell in love with ballads like 80s uh rock ballads oh heck yeah would be playing them and i would just be like listening to like whatever while playing grand theft auto or tony <laughs> hawk you know yeah that's what i was swinging back and forth between but yeah i would have loved to have been a radio guy if it wasn't a dying
1: industry and yeah you know, if I, I mean, in it's... on the tail end of this one i mean I, i'm pretty sure the radio is on like life support right now yeah oh
0: yeah i i, I listen to the radio like because i have a, a little car at work and so, like, it just kind of comes on, and so I'm just listening to it while I'm like driving around, and it yeah. is very much just like listening to some guy being like, "Hey, hey uh, is who uh, is anybody listening? Hey, yeah. uh, uh, check out our Facebook page. <laughs> there's, a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of that, which again, you're looking at your demographic there, that like you're you're, you're reaching out to people on Facebook. There's a yeah. certain age bracket that you know that they, they don't they don't give a, a rat's whatever about. Anybody under the age of 20
1: tail, a a rat's tail. Yeah. Rat's tail. Yeah. 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 My, my dad, my dad was a radio guy and uh, I I believe it, you know, he, 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 he like retired before like all the streaming services like really got going. Mm -hmm. So, but it just, it, it is kind of sad to see it disappearing. I turn on the radio every once in a while. The problem for me is um, I don't really like the radio stations in my area. That's fair. And like the one that does play music I would listen to, it's like they make a loop of like 10 songs and just play that throughout (laughs) the entire day. And Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's what a lot of radio is. Do
0: you remember, uh, so when I worked at this uh, factory that made bird food and uh, they had a radio playing and there was this, the, the show I guess started at seven in the morning, which is when our shift started. And it was called the It's Five O'Clock Somewhere show. Like, that was just the name of the radio show, which is, yeah. you know, just, like taking that, that broad idea. <laughs> but they took it from that Alan Jackson song that would, they would use that like sound bite of It's Five yeah. O'Clock Somewhere. And then for all you music heads out there, there's a big sm- uh, snare smack right before they, like, everybody comes back in. And Ooh. the sound of that snare, it, I can like my grandchildren are going to be able to pick that out of a lineup because it's so <laughs> built into my DNA. I just have heard it so many times that it's five o'clock somewhere smack. Maybe I'll try to cut it
1: into the audio version. But um, we, maybe we could use that snare right at the end of the intro. Well, and, I can't pull that we in. Just, we just pop right in. That's
0: true. It does kind of end on a do do do. I mean, that's kind of like this. What the snare smack? I mean, I fear sometimes because if you go to like our TikTok and then you just like scroll on our TikTok, you I, I just continually continually use our back or our intro song for like the background music. Yeah. So I fear that that could deter people because our song is very repetitive. So I don't want people <laughs> to just like go insane just hearing do 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 do. I mean, it's a great D- tune. But how many how many TikToks can you can you sit through? But people can sit through like a lot of TikToks. Oh, so, yeah. 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 I I'm staying away from it. I'm not going to get into the hours
1: of uh, TikTok.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm no better. If you look at like how long I've played Tony Hawk, why is Tony Hawk, the video game, better than TikTok, the phone app? You know, oh, I mean, you're I think I think you're a little more active with playing Tony Hawk. I'm not. I'm sitting on the floor. My back. <laughs> yeah, hurts. but I
1: mean, you're I using just, your uh, fingers so and you're, you're having to think about what you got to do. Whereas, like TikTok, you're just—that's fair.
0: And you're just scrolling along. So, uh, d- quick plug for my YouTube channel and my TikTok. You can go. <laughs> ironically enough, that I again, I just post <laughs> stuff on the internet and run away from it. I try yeah. to I try to stay away from it as much as possible. Run you away. Know? Yeah. <laughs> but i mean like and again this this kind of just segues nicely into what we are here to talk about but um the my i do genuinely enjoy like just having access to communities at large of being like hey if you're interested in this thing like there's there's always like a okay community of people out there you know not everyone is super toxic except yeah. for the things that are just inherently toxic you know yeah um and it's easy to find like those safe places where you can like explore those niche things and even if it's like i was thinking about you know i have several instagram accounts and so it's cool to just be going on to my music my band page and like see everybody like all the stuff that they're doing and then go on to like the pool box pals and see what all of our friends are doing you know it's just yeah. it's an interesting way to like uh compartmentalize the internet but it also drives me insane yeah but how it segues in is like we have a great comic community yeah and that you, you talk about a, a whole bunch and now it's i my do time.
1: i just i just really appreciate it I just really I appreciate mean, the comic community
0: again like the internet can be such a like <laughs> like the only <laughs> image i got is just the pool with urine in it you know like somebody just beating it because it's mm-hmm. like oh yeah this could have been great for everybody but yeah. somebody on there on twitter
1: had the pee you know so. somebody had to take a nice long tinkle
0: can I, can I be
1: happy? Can I just say I feel society... You, you, you can be happy.
0: I feel... I'm sorry. Can I be happy, please, for the love of God? <laughs> um. No, I feel like we as a society haven't uh, accepted saying X, meaning Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we've all kind of been like, no, it's Twitter. We know what but it is. But isn't it still like Twitter.com, too? Well, I get spam emails, and it says X, and then in brackets, formally Twitter. 'Cause I think people have gotten in trouble with like partners or like their parents for thinking that it's a you know, it's a an adult website, which it should be, you know. It's um yeah. I mean it yeah. it, it technically it, kind it, of it
1: it can be. It, right. can, yeah. it can be,
0: yeah. Anyways, we're on the Anyways. internet, we're having fun <laughs> with our pals talking about fun comic book
1: stuff. Yeah. I feel like I've been talking so much. Uh you think yeah, about- what's been going you've on just, with you you've, you've just been you know trotting around this show pony and that that's fine you can do that wanna. um you know before before we get into polls um you got we, something for me well we we i guess got a package to deliver it to my house we sure this did. week and uh you you said I you said i can keep it even though you're the one who did the the supporting here but um yeah, we uh, Again, I'm just shouting out the pool box. I did
0: it again. The comic book lair. Those guys are so great at just loving on each other and I'm terrible at loving on you and I want to love on you. You don't have to reciprocate. Don't ever send me anything. If you send I, me anything, I, I'm
1: sending it back. It's I die like- a little inside each time you're not nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so worried. My, my biggest fear
0: is that one day people are all just going to be like, you know what? He does suck, and then the, <laughs> everyone's just gonna turn on me. That's and that's why I'm so nice. To that's people.
1: a that's a real fear. It is uh-huh. a real fear. It sure um, is.
0: But and yeah, anyways, we got to... A... Wait, hold on. Let me set you up for this.
1: Oh yeah, hey, yeah. Hey pal, I heard you got a. I heard you got something in the mail. I did. I got something in the mail, and it came from our friends uh, Mike Dean and Tim radicky They I remember uh, them. Yeah, they they write a comic called Grave Brigade. Grave, Grave Brigade. <laughs> Really, I have really, really grave, brigade. Yeah. <laughs> grave brigade. There we go, got it, nailed it. Uh, but they wrote his nice little note here it says, oh. Mad Monk, thanks for backing grave brigade number one and for helping spread the word. You dudes are awesome. Thanks again, Mike and Tim. Oh, I so, love that so much. Nice little note from those guys. That's so um, true. but yeah, like I was kind of, I was actually expecting that I was getting another kickstarter i had supported and that yeah. one's actually still a long ways off from being delivered so when this when i opened this up it's like this isn't what i thought it was and and i started to inquire like i don't remember like being the one who backed this
0: yeah the monk sure. must have a, done it a peek behind the curtain uh oh, there's a little oh, a little more artwork <laughs> that's great okay maybe i'll have you send me some of this stuff <laughs> um but yeah
1: here's gray brigade number one
0: that looks fantastic. Yeah, Man. I'm a, I'm jealous now that I see it. But again, I'm loving on you. My jealousy yeah. is only uh, it's only surpassed by me my want of you to have joy. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. Oh, you nailed it. I did. Uh, it. <laughs> uh, but uh, this also so this uh, the support the support of our our pals here. Yeah, uh, also came with Super Bud issue one. <laughs> it also came with issue two and my favorite cover out of all of them, it also came with Super Bud issue 3. Ah, that is fantastic. Oh, Sorry, I hit my mic there. That was a good uh, mic. And then I uh, got some artwork here that's also signed by Mike and Tim for Super Bud. And the last thing in here is actually kind of like a little announcement. They got another Kickstarter coming up soon for The Last House on Gallows Hill. Oh, that looks dope um but yeah a little blurb about it so the kickstarter's uh gonna be october 11th through 31st and the little synopsis here says when their friend disappears inside a mysterious house only they can see this group of friends risk their lives to rescue him in this 28 page all ages horror comic which is the season for spooky and horror things so this is this is great so yeah this does come from mike and tim and you can just uh Check them out on Kickstarter. Uh, I think you can just Google The Last House on Gallows Hill, and you'll find the Kickstarter for that if you'd like to support them and support them with their other comics as well. I like that kind of thing. You did it twice. I know. (laughs) This is a big box, man.
0: It's, it happens to the best of us. Uh, but, yeah, that's a great name for a comic. And everything that they've done so far uh, has been fantastic. It has.
1: So, I've, I've really enjoyed everything they've uh, put out so far. So I'm looking forward to Gallows Hill. Yeah, um, I'm very
0: happy that we backed that.
1: But other than that, I uh, I did stroll on over to the comic shop today. Um, Wait, hold on. We didn't ask. We, I was thinking today about how
0: we're going to make this a T-shirt. I'm still trying to figure out how we can make this a did you make it to your LCS today yeah yes i i did i made we're it to my brand lcs that. we're gonna yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna write the pentagon that's ours they do that right
1: they're in charge of copyright i think yeah yeah that sounds right yeah, yeah I know what <laughs> um but yeah i made it there um i did pick one thing up off the shelf which i'll show first um i hope it's the same thing we i got i don't think it is uh <laughs> I, I uh we'll, we'll find out I looked, I looked at the key comics list just to see uh, if there's anything I might want to get. And I actually was going to get it for the main cover. But then I found they had a variant cover that I liked better because Yoda's on it. So I picked up Star Wars, the High Republic, uh, Shadows of Starlight. Nice. Um, That's I not the comic I was thinking of,
0: but it was a uh, Star Wars comic. But we'll get there in a few.
1: Oh, I, I may have. I may have gotten it. Um, but uh but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I kind of dropped off High Republic. I don't think I I didn't pick up phase three. I don't know if I, actually phase three is started yet, but I haven't requested it. So I might I might pick it up when it comes out if it hasn't yet. Um, right. But we'll see. There's just it's there's so many ways to consume Star Wars these days. And uh, the next up, I got West to Sundown number seven. Um, oh. I really like this cover. That um, is a dope
0: cover. Those covers have always been like just borderline, just continually continue to be good. Yeah, and I'm happy um, that you stuck on. I feel like I say this a lot for some of the stuff, but like I'm happy you stuck it, on that. One.
1: It is nice to like be reading something that's gone beyond like four or five. Mm-hmm. Like you know, this is issue seven. Um, it it is fun just to like tag along with these stories and just see where they go um i've been enjoying West of sundown it's not like my favorite thing out there but it's it's been enjoyable just for like the horror fan in me and i mostly consume horror through reading stephen king or reading a comic uh i will watch movies every once in a while but actually i've watched i've watched quite a few horror movies in the last week or two. Oh yeah yeah anything good oh. Uh I mean the ratings the ratings the ratings for them on like IMDb and like uh not Kickstarter uh Maybe Rotten or Tomatoes K- or whatever mm-hmm. um like aren't the best but a lot of times like I, my my brother-in-law is a really big horror fan like he has like a shutter account and he he's you know he's seen them all it, mm-hmm. uh, in a, in a way and uh him and I were talking cuz we had to go up to Portland uh yesterday and on the way up we were just talking about like horror movies and uh he was saying like sometimes a lot of his favorite ones don't have the best reviews yeah i i think that that's kind of how it goes with horror is that horror
0: doesn't traditionally get good ratings you know yeah it just kind of exists as like a genre that you're either gonna like the movie or or not because i think that like a lot of that comes from like people are like i didn't like the gore or like the killing and it's like well that doesn't mean that the movie wasn't good you know yeah like you didn't and like if and
1: if, if you're show. like a really big like horror film fan like you kind of understand just like the shots and just how um scenes are filmed like there there's a lot of tropes within horror film and just getting those done and checked off the list is really what makes it a good horror film so and subverting
0: um, it, you know like being able to like do the tropes and like do something new you know yeah people are always kind of looking
1: for that anywho What's in um, comic power? And then I, I got another trade paperback this week, Ooh. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure this is one that uh, you wanted me to read. Um, it's written by Kyle Starks. Okay. Does that ring a bell? It does ring a bell. It's oh, your monsters really... lie. That's a beautiful cover. It looks like it feels nice. Is it where monsters lie like they're not telling the truth or it's where monsters lie like they're having a little snooze?
0: You asked this the first time I either reviewed this I know. I just, I just don't know if I cleared it up. I don't remember. Here, here's what I'll say. You tell me. Next week,
1: same bad time, same bad channel. Sounds good. <laughs> I'll be there. Um, next up, I do have another Star Wars here. It's Hyperspace Stories. This is okay. issue, oh, issue I, number nine.
0: I saw that. I like that because um, Bo...
1: What's the name of the guy on it? I was going to say Bo-Katan, but that's not him. Um... Uh, it's uh Quinlan Voss. Quinlan Voss. Who's one of my like favorite Jedi and he doesn't have a whole lot of No, like, I mean. Uh,
0: no, it's Cade, Cade who's the uh, blue fellow. Oh,
1: Cat. Yeah, and Cat Bane's on there too. Cat
0: Bane. What did I say yeah. initially? I feel yeah. like I was close. Somebody listen to the playback and see if I was close. Some, yeah, it. somebody tell um,
1: us, yeah. Anyway. If you're if you're just catching up, uh you know, put it in the comments. Yeah. Uh then maybe this is the one you got. Um this cover is freaking rad. It's oh. uh Darth Vader, it's part of the dark droids storyline.
0: No, but I did see that and I was very curious about it because I don't think the way that they Look were sitting that. the way they were sitting on the shelf, I didn't see the uh, person at the bottom. So I just assumed that that was like a droid that was kind of small and like walked along the floor. I'm like, yeah. why did they put that on a cover? But that's much more menacing. Yeah, that's I like
1: I like what was it called? Dark droids. Yeah, so there's like a dark droid storyline going on right now. There's like, you know, the, a limited series of five called dark droids. That's out right now. I haven't picked it up and read those. I'm probably going to wait for Marvel Unlimited to have them um, sure. and just burn through those in a, in a sitting once they're all out. Um, this next one is issue three of the Sacrificers. Um, if you can recall, I like really enjoyed the preview for issue one, but I didn't enjoy issue one overall, but issue Mm -hmm. two, like really got me like going with it. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to get into this. And I just, I love this character on the front. Have you been introduced yet? They has it been introduced yet? I I believe that they were introduced at the end of issue two. Um, I I might look back on that. Um, Something else. We're actually going to be talking about this today. Uh, because our uh, buddy Jonathan Hedrick issue three of quicksand came out today, but Jonathan actually sent us the first, the full first arc. And uh, we'll be talking about that later on in this episode. Uh, this next one, I uh, remember asking for, but I never put it on like my secret source checklist. And so I didn't know as I was actually getting it today. Um, I really like the colors um, on the cover. It's called Mom Breaks the Internet from Scout oh, Comics.
0: Oh, that looks so cool. I want that. That wasn't at my shop. Oh. Yeah,
1: I got three Scout comics today. Oh, is, makes for a nice Sunday. I barely got three comics. <laughs> <laughs> I know I got, I have way more than I thought I was getting. Uh, this actually came out last week, but I uh, waited to get it this week. Uh, it's Masquerade number eight. Um, I'm kind of on like, the fence about finishing out masquerade i might just ask my shop to stop pulling it after issue 10 you might just
0: um, ask mas- masquerade your shop uh, yeah exactly yeah. yeah thank you um stop a apl- wait don't uh, people are applauding at home oh they are joke. oh yeah. thank you thank oh, you oh for you okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> for playing along with my bad joke yeah good um This is a Marvel one. I'm actually pretty excited about when, you know, I love to pick up some Marvel ones, but it's called gods. I did see that. And And it was on the preview. Uh, that cover was on the cover of a preview book that I got. And this is a, this thing feels pretty thick. Um, I think gods is an acronym for something, but I'm not, it might not be, uh, we'll find out. Let's figure it out. Gooses on demand. um, Suddenly. Suddenly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Got it. it's
0: a, okay. Plural. Uh
1: My third Scout comic I have in hand here, it is Fun Guy. I really like the cover. It's why I got it. Oh will do. I know.
0: Mad. Oh. Got
1: all, I got all the goods. You did. Um, including Enfield Gang Massacre number three. I got that one. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. oh, man. I just got that one. I only can say I got that. Uh, another one that came out last week, uh Stuff of Nightmares Red Murder. We had talked about it a yeah. little bit last week. I went ahead and pulled the trigger. the trigger. Um I'm I might just pass this on to going to going on sale at my shop, like or not mm-hmm. on sale, but I'll I'll sell it through my shop just because it's Halloween season. Uh it is R.L. Stein. I did enjoy the first series. I just don't know how much I enjoyed it uh to keep going, but I'm gonna give it a shot. So we're going for it. And the last one that came out last week, uh, is the dead lucky number nine. Another one that I'm considering dropping after this arc <laughs> finishes. So you said more, and callous. but not just, it? just more so of like, I can't keep picking up new things and continue with things that like, cause both masquerade and dead lucky I'm behind. Like I'll probably have three issues each to read still of those. Um, mm. Like I've read probably the first issue of the second arc for each of them. And uh, so it's just it's it's a tough call. But, yeah, they might they might find their way to the chopping block for me. So, hey, man, it happens. And
0: like it's a shame, you know, like like every comic book podcast, including this one, has talked about this. But like it's just hard to, you know, justify spending so much for so many comics and, and and like you want to. But like yeah. it's just it's hard with storage, like
1: all that. Look how many comics we have, so many. Yeah, comics. you know. And we then don't have that many. the other thing too is like the Dead Lucky is part of like another universe within Image Comics, and I'm just not like up to speed with all of those. Like, mm-hmm. um, like Radiant, it's like part of the Radiant Black universe, right? And I haven't read a bunch of Radiant Black. I've read a few things here and there that are tied into it, but I. It's just it's hard to know, like all that's going on in that world. And I just don't know if I want to keep trying my hand at it when there's already so much to like catch up on connected worlds, man. I think mm-hmm.
0: I think there's something to be said that that time has passed, you know, that people are really looking for that, you know, I don't think yeah. people are so much anymore, but Yeah. What people are looking for is to know what I bought at my comic book shop this week. That and is what exactly what the people are demanding. Uh, Only, I only got uh, two, so I got four comics in total, and two of them were new this week, including the Enfield Gang Massacre number three, and um, uh, one other one, so I'm going to sandwich it with two other ones that uh, I came out last week or later, um, but they were just ones that I thought looked cool, and so I wanted to grab them, Um, yeah, I, uh, I just, our shop was like, baron this week for new stuff, at least in, on the indie side. Um, but yeah, I'm very so I'm very jealous of uh, your pool that week that your yeah. Pool. I mean,
1: well, mine is also kind of like it has some stuff from like last week mixed in with it, but right, that's um, fair. Trying to see but how many still. comics actually came out this week.
0: Uh-huh. Well, while you're saying that, I'm gonna say that I uh the, a comic that came out last week that I got is Kill Your Darlings. Number one, uh, when I was pulling into the comic shop today, uh, I was listening to our friends over at the comic book lair, and Kyle was talking about this, and I was like, you know what, that's that sounds yeah, pretty Yeah, he did talk about it, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, that sounds pretty interesting, and um, yeah, so I, I saw it sitting on the shelf small pool week, so I'm like, you know what, I picked it up, and I'm really glad that I did, because I, I, when I was sitting in my car, I opened it up and like was just, just kind of gandering around at the art. And I really enjoyed it. I mean, that's kind of a bad page on the one side because it's a a drawing of a drawing. Uh, But yeah, it looks I'm I'm very intrigued. I I've been enjoying fantasy stuff of lately, and this is kind of what it looks like. So, yeah, let's do it. I mean, it's kind of looks dark. I I know what the premise is and it kind of reveals it on this cover, which I really like. I don't know if this is a variant or not. Um, No, it looks like it's normal one. Uh, But yeah. It was a good one. This next one is the one that I thought that you may have randomly picked up for some reason. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's uh, I feel very maybe, random that you would have got this
1: one. Maybe I should have. Nah.
0: Let's say no. I, again, I mostly got this because, well, honestly, for one reason, like, I, I realized that, like, I want to treat myself to Star Wars, but I don't want to go outside of the things that are super close to the original trilogy and or maybe go back and rewatch the prequels I've been kind of flirting with that um Mm. but I kind of have been watching them I've been watching with movie commentaries on but I haven't been watching them you know I've just been putting them on while I play video games because I have super ADHD and just have 17 screens in front
1: of me right now but anyways You got got. your YouTube video playing, you got your Star Wars with commentary on, you got your music playing, you got Tony Hawk going, and you even have TikTok open. So Yeah, (laughs) and I can't sleep at night, and
0: I don't know why. Uh, But when I can't sleep at night, I'm going to pick up Star Wars Max Rebo. Oh, man. Uh, For those of you that don't know who Max Rebo is, Max Rebo is the guy who plays like this little drum kind of keyboard instrument in Jabba's Palace yeah i i am like super intrigued of like the Jabba world i think it's like one of the best things that i think it's one of the best things from that movie uh the return of the jedi um yeah i think it's one of the best things maybe even the whole trilogy just as an idea of like what this space kind of world is it's like the bar in a new hope but like on stereo yeah you well, because like
1: you kind of it it kind of gets alluded to in A New Hope, mm-hmm. but like you really get like place you get put in that place with uh Return of the Jedi. And it, it is like an exciting world. I mean, Jabba's is one of the biggest characters in Star Wars, like unintended show. Show me a Star Wars fan that doesn't know who Jabba the Hutt is.
0: I mean, that's that would honestly will... be like it'd be like saying if you didn't know who Chewie was, you know, like he's almost like as ambiguous for just being in. Honestly, not that much you know yeah. like he's in it for like maybe uh half an hour and then he blows up you know yeah. like if so,
1: if that like
0: yeah yeah but anyways shout out to jabba uh also shout out to jabba's cousin the the guy who has like the robot legs who oh, for yeah reason they decided not to put in the book of boba fett and instead they made up two other huts that were had nothing to do with the story. Anyways, yeah. just, I just like to come in and stab the book of Boba Fett while its corpse is already laying on the ground. Yeah, um, that that horse has been uh, dead and kicked quite a few times. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> we something that hasn't. Well, that was a te- that's a terrible segue. So I'm going to say that our friend uh, Jonathan Hedrick was super nice, like you said earlier, to send us uh, the entire arc of Quicksand. Yeah. And something that we, you and I had reviewed uh, previously issue number one and two of. So if yeah. you want to go back and check out those reviews, the, they're probably in the title, Quicksand. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you want to set up the story? You're so much better at so- story setting upping than I am.
1: Yeah. So this is kind of like a, a sci-fi story. Uh, basically, what goes on is one day like this big old pit opens up, I think, in like Egypt, like probably in Cairo. Mm-hmm. And these like, I don't know, kind of reminded me of uh, Starship Troopers a little bit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, like those kind of creatures kind of crawl out of the earth and uh, wreak havoc. And then they disappear back into their hole. And we humans are like, well, we got to we got to know what this is. We got to study it. So they send a team down. Uh, Team doesn't come back. And uh issue one basically picks up after like that introduction with the wife of one of the people who went down into the hole on uh, Canary One. On Canary Canary One, One. yeah, Canary One. Uh and she kind of actually shows up and is now in like the head honcho, but she's a female, so all the men are like, Oh, you can't do nothing because you're a woman. And she's like, That's not nice. I'm gonna show you what I can do. And she's actually She's really cool. I really like her character throughout the arc. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does just, you know, she comes out guns a blazing, essentially. Here's what I'll say. I feel like we should talk
0: a little bit about issue number three, kind of in detail, and then maybe mm-hmm. a little bit past that in, in very vagueness. Uh, Cause I don't want to spoil anything, you know? Yeah. That's um, a good idea. Yeah. I just, and just wanted to let people know that we weren't planning on spoiling anything,
1: you know? Yeah. So, um, well, let me get
0: so me at the end issue of issue number one is when she gets approved prove that she's kind of a, a, a BA because the creatures come back up out of the hole for the first time since it opened. Yeah. And along with it comes some
1: people from in the hole, I believe. I remember. Correctly. I think that I think that's issue two is when right. somebody comes back or is brought back up like right. the creatures. The creatures like Kind of return at the end of issue one, and then issue two is like this big old firefight, right? That's where the fight, but is. then, but then at the end of it, one of the Canary One members had returned, and it was the husband of another guy who's uh kind of the secondary, like the first secondary character of the series. I can't remember right. his name. Um, I want to say Brent, but I don't think that's right. I'll look at it while you, I'll try to pull it up. Dennis, oh, right? Is maybe? it Dennis? Well, because issue three opens up with uh what is her name
0: oh yeah we should know her name as well sorry this is nothing to do with the story stephanie stephanie just bad at remembering character names man yeah you just for some reason have to be max rebo for me to remember who you are (laughs) (laughs) You can't just be steph but Uh, again nothing against any of the writing that's just how my our brains work
1: issue three opens up with kind of a flashback to like uh De- I I think Dennis is is the guy who has the the husband who returned but it, it, it opens up with a flashback of Stephanie and Dennis uh, They have just finished hooking up. she feels guilty and tells him to leave but they still have to work together and mm-hmm. it picks up with them looking out or looking over um, one of the bodies of these creatures in like an examination room one, one that they've like obliterated and they're just studying it and they break right. out into a fight. Uh, get kicked out of the examination. You want me room to pull and- this up? I can pull it up. We can oh, yeah. kind of
0: just scroll through it together. Oh, my TV just magically turned on somehow. Well, that's kind of terrifying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, no, because don't you have like a little ghost in that door behind you? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> but uh,
0: there's the body that they're looking at. I'll see if I can zoom in. Oh, I can. Sweet. I hope Jonathan doesn't mind us. Wait, we won't show more than this. Because this is out today, you can get this. But, yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, that's the alien that they're they're um, you know uh, fighting. That's what's coming up out of the hole. And yeah, that's terrifying. And I, I do love it. It's very much like it looks like something that would come out of the earth. Yeah, you know, kind of. It's like similar to worms and tremors, like those kind of things. Yeah, like worms holes. Am I thinking? No, that's not right. I forget what
1: I'm thinking of. Um, but yeah, that. And then I'm also, as I'm scrolling through this, so Dennis is not the same guy that she has to work alongside. Uh, That's it's Ethan. Okay. Um, But but that's the same guy from earlier that she slept with. No, because that's Dennis is who she slept with. And um, I'm not really sure where Dennis fits in here. Interesting. Well, um, I'm sure we'll oh, figure wait it out. yeah I'm no he and he scrolling. he was he was the guy that was in the examination room that she was arguing with but then gotcha. ethan Ethan is the the husband of the guy who came back right. um and uh really this issue is just them like is the what is his name? oh there he is so good at we're just really showing off how good we are with names yeah I feel like <laughs> we should stay away from that and just kind of uh,
0: start talking about story. But anyways, um,
1: the, the guy that came back, like he's he's woken up and he's aware. And so they this issue is them kind of questioning him about like what happened. like tell us everything that, you know, and then by the end of this one, it's like, all right. We're going in, we're going, we're sending in Canary mm. so, um do we, do we have any pictures like a ship or something like that going into Canary Two?
0: there is a, a whole scene of he, where he recounts again, I don't want to spoil too much, but there is a scene where he recounts what does happen with uh canary one which i i really enjoyed like just being able to see i'm i've talked i think before about this on the podcast but i uh i could easily be convinced of hollow earth theory and again not so much any of the like weird political or like alien aspects of it just the fact that the earth itself is hollow i really (laughs) like that idea you know um It just doesn't need to be anything else than that. There's just the earth's hollow, you know, and there's stuff, maybe there's stuff going on inside of it, but I don't think it's ruling our earth anyways. um, It's cool to just, yeah, I, I think that's just a fun thing. Um, I don't, again, I don't believe it. I could be convinced if somebody showed me a picture of a a cave, you know, and was like, this is the hollow earth. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, it, they, they, the team comes across these monsters. And then, yeah, again, I don't want to really spoil where it all goes, but. It's it's a good
1: action scene for sure. Yeah. So this one, they do get down in the like, it shows them go down through the hole and kind of leaves us with like, okay they're about to get into another fight. Um, Issue four then uh, really wakes up with this fight. And there's a guy hanging out uh, by the hole who's just like waiting to see if they're going to return. Um, there's a lot and like the military up top there. It's like, they're not coming back. We need to get out of here. Like we need to roll up and move on because this is a waste of time now because we're not going to win. Um, but otherwise, but they are, they're down there and they're fighting and they're searching and issue four, they, they, I believe at the end of it, they do find, uh, a survivor from, uh, Canary one. And then issue two, or sorry, the final issue kind of. So I will say this, like it did not end in the way that I thought it was going to end. Like you Mm -hmm. always, you're, you always have hope that things are going to turn out the way uh, that, that they, you would, you would want them to, you hope that, you know, families can be reunited and all that. And it doesn't necessarily end that way. It does end on like a good note and it does kind of leave. And I I'd said this to you backstage, like, I don't really know if if Jonathan has a second arc for this coming out. I don't know if there's one planned. Um, He may have actually told us that there is. I'm kind of remembering a little bit that maybe he did tell us, but I'm also might be confusing that with dream master. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it does kind of end in a way where it's like, is there going to be more, but it also ended satisfyingly that it was a complete arc and it, it doesn't need a second arc to follow it up if it doesn't, if it doesn't, yeah, if, it's if not it does so. if it ever comes
0: along. Yeah. yeah, I think I would like to see more of this world. Um, I I will say, like, my broad overall uh, opinion of it is that I enjoyed it. I really think it would make a cool movie yeah. or, like, a TV show premise. Um, just this idea of, like, people living around this hole where monsters come out of and then just, like, kind of having to fight that. I really think that that's, like, a cool story. Yeah. Uh, I would say my my only criticism is that I think Jonathan is very, very, very good at doing narratives and thinking of really cool premises and stories, but I would like to see kind of more original dialogue and less Mm. kind of like, I just got off the phone with Washington and they said this and it's like, well, yeah, of course. Like that's kind of what happens in every movie that's like this. Um, And again, you kind of have to have those tropes to, just have those kind of stories as we talked about horror earlier, which is kind of horror, but you have to have like the things that establish it as the genre. But I think that there are ways to do those that seem again, unique and original. And, um, I don't know. I just, I think that that's, that's what I would like to see more of because I do think he's a super creative guy. Um, again, caffeinated hearts. Like I just, I'm always going to go caffeinated hearts and, um, uh, that's him, right? Or am I thinking of? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. I just, I just had a panic attack.
1: But yeah, he uh, did uh hearts. He had uh hyper aware. Uh, mm-hmm. He has the recount, which I have right up above my shoulder here, right here. Right. Um, he's, but, and like, that's the other thing with Jonathan is he's just so diverse in the genres that he covers and he does mm-hmm. uh, he does write great narratives and yeah, I, I just really enjoy him. And I also really enjoy that in this series, he worked with, uh, Deborah Lionises again. Um, yeah, I love, I'm sorry. I love we, should her. Have
0: sh- we should have shouted her out at the beginning, but, but the I, art in this, I think does. And again, like I, I'm sorry. Can I mind if I cut you off real quick? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to do it anyways. Uh, I feel like the art in this does a very good job at like cementing sure. the dialogue between it because it's the art is very good, but it's not like anything like the coal or anything that's very like sharp. And there's no like it. There's no like hard edges to this in a way that like yeah. other darker comics have. And so like it's OK for the dialogue to not be like it's just to be fun and kind of flowy. You know, so yeah. I can't I can't really fault it at that when the dialogue is paired with the art. um, Yeah. So but again, like I, I really did. I think the color palette was fantastic. I think I just really enjoyed. Yeah, it I, it felt Sandy, you know
1: it did it felt sandy and everything really pops off the page um a lot of that too is just a contribution from the colorist and just how he used uh colors to bring the story to life uh, that was uh sunil Gag- gagri and I, I think i hope i'm saying that correctly um and another thing that this comic does really well is uh you know uh, over the over the time that we've been doing this podcast, I've really paid tried to pay attention to how lettering is used. Mm-hmm. And the lettering is a is a is a pretty uh big point, uh, I think in this comic, just in the way that like the booms and pows are used. And mm-hmm. that was done by uh Christian Dokolomansky. Um I yeah. think that he's also worked with Jonathan before. That sounds good. Uh, But yeah, just everybody who worked on this series, like did a great job. Uh, They, they nailed it in their tasks. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, issue three came out today. Uh, So issues four and five will follow up soon. But yeah, uh, if you don't know Jonathan Hedrick, go follow him. He's a great guy, super kind. uh, And Mm -hmm. yeah, he, he writes great stories. So Mm -hmm. uh, give him some support and you can find a lot of what he's doing on Kickstarter as well. So Yeah. Maybe I'll, I don't have it linked currently,
0: but maybe I will throw that. I'll find some of his Kickstarters and throw them in the description. So check those out if you're listening to the uh, playback. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, super, again, I mean, we're in such a privileged position that people send us comics to review, you know? So like, I feel bad saying anything uh, remotely negative, but again, like I'd, I'd rather people be honest with me about where I can improve and you know, yeah, just letting me continually eat my own boogers which yeah. I love to do, which that's not true. I've never done that once. In which my is life.
1: fine. Appar- apparently it's good for your immune system.
0: Yeah. Well, it's not good but, for but you, uh, do that social with... life. <laughs> so and do it I, in private. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do whatever in private. Probably not. Whatever. Anywho, um, who, any should be my catchphrase. Besides, I already have too many of them. I just realized that I forgot to tell you a comic that I got. Oh,
1: what'd you get? <laughs> um I got transformers number one i considered getting that they had a Dude, they had a cover that uh was like the micronauts which they didn't have any more copies of at my shop so i wasn't able to get it but they had you a theme
0: a... this is who's doing this uh no i i've i'll check but i'm pretty sure it's uh the crew from do a power bomb oh really yeah daniel warren johnson and mike spencer Mad, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not a Transformer. I've literally have watched zero Transformers in my life. They weren't a thing when I watched as a kid. I've never watched any of the movies. This is going to be like the most Transformers media I've ever consumed. All right. Pick it up. Let's do it together. I don't want to do this alone. I feel <laughs> like I feel like I'm going to read it once and then never read it again. You know? Yeah. I'll let you know. If it's good, I'll make you do it.
1: All right. Yeah if it's good I, i'll send I'll... you a digital version of it somehow <laughs> um one of the reasons i decided not to pick that up is just cuz i have had a lot of transformers in my life mm. and um i i don't know the the mo- the especially the latter movies that have come out for it have just not done transformers justice i was actually talking with a That's a guy who like who was a kid when like the original cartoon came out for it and him and I just got to talking about like, you know, the cartoon is just so, so good. And like the movie started off decent. I mean, it was Michael Bay. So a lot of, a lot of explosions and uh fun, happy action. But at Absolutely. the same time, it's still just like, it didn't, it didn't really capture the full essence of like what transformers means to people. And, no, and,
0: and apparently and, this one's a little violent. Uh, there's like people getting squished in it. Like,
1: you see people die. So it's, who, who's the publisher again? I was kind of uh, like surprised. Image. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of surprised that it was image and not like, uh, like it seems like something more like dark horse would have or IDW. Right. Um, and
0: also let me just say this. I organized a bunch of my comics the past two weeks. Um, Cause it's just been a mess. And I, I organized them by um, what are the uh, publishers? And I have an overwhelming amount of uh, image which I was not expecting. I think a lot of uh, Mark Miller and all the stuff that he's been putting out recently was a lot of his stuff.
1: Yeah. I think I have, uh, I for sure have more Marvel comics than any other publisher. Um, But I think my runner up is image. Mm. I have, I have a lot of image and that's not just Mark Miller stuff. Like I'm all over the board with image stuff. So. Right. Well, uh, speaking of image,
0: yeah wow well, that was a great segue <laughs> i was just gonna think uh how do we segue have, into this have you
1: ever thought about what's the furthest place from here uh no yeah, yeah. maybe yeah, i can't Some, i mean sometimes just, i like, do think about
0: it but anyways well, what does a that great mean? because like i guess in my head i would be like the farthest place from here is just the uh, the exact opposite like, side of the world or yeah. and if you go straight up for forever you know it's either the other side of the world, or infinite,
1: yeah. you know. So, and, like those. Are your but nods. I, I, th- I think the comic really limits it to Earth. So we'll just say, <laughs> obviously, it's going to be the opposite points of where you are on Earth. But I, I don't, believe, I don't, th- I, th- I, I, but I don't, I also I think don't think that the comic. I don't think that the to- the comic is talking about like a, a specific distance from a certain point. I think it's more of like a a good name yeah it's it's just a good name but yeah, <laughs> but I just just more of like escape like escaping like where you are and finding a better life is what it seems uh to be more going in the direction of and this latest issue which i think is 14 i believe so yeah i absolutely love this one just yes, because yeah. it is spooky season and just mm-hmm. its, its release was perfect just to hop into uh yeah october I mean, it was released last week, so it was released in September, but right at the end of September, leading into spooky season. And uh, yeah, so our main character, again, I'm sorry for getting her her name. uh, It's fine. She's basically like went to this house she thought might be abandoned. And uh, then these people open the door like, what are you doing at our house? And they're all like in Halloween costumes. Sid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're all in halloween costumes Sorry. they're all in halloween costumes but they're they're gonna travel to the boneyard, and uh but my favorite thing throughout this comic is just that like they keep feeding her mushrooms True. and she's yeah. pregnant so she's just like tripping the entire time but doesn't yeah. really know what's going on and can't tell what's real right she um, also doesn't know she's pregnant I've, uh, yeah
0: so like Just to set this up for people who aren't too familiar with uh, what's the farthest place from here. The story is about uh, originally about this group of teens that's kind of set in this like
1: post societal world. It's like it's it's like an adolescent society where there's no there's no adults and kids are kind of left to their own devices.
0: Right. Once you get to a certain age, you kind of just have to wander off and die, essentially something like that. Um, we don't really know. We're it's slowly figuring it out. But it's just a weird world where, like, each house or, like, society has their own, like, shtick. And yeah. the main they're, one. The, their
1: families is what right, they their families. refer to them. Yeah.
0: Um, and they have, they're ruled by these people called the strangers. Yeah. Correct? And so, like, they, they don't really know much about the strangers. But the strangers are, like, these weird creatures.
1: And I thought they would just be, like, people in, like, masks or well, whatever. I think, I think that they are like the adults of the world, but they like had some sort of mutation happen that really hasn't Mm -hmm. been explained as to like why all these kids are living in a post-apocalyptic world and in these societies, we don't know a whole lot about like the strangers where they come from and like what they're really up to. Right. Um, And uh, it is like,
0: it's a slow burn, but it's like very enjoyable because they keep kind of just, and I, I, I think like to play like devil's advocate here for a change. Um, <laughs> you is, never do that. Never do that. I And I don't mean this and I because I'm willing to forgive it. But I think people could be reading this and kind of just seeing it as repetitive of like, oh, we're just meeting another group of wacky people. But I really love just thinking that like this post-apocalyptic world or post-societal world where like people are like, we live in a grocery store, so we all pretend to work here all the time. We've gone insane because my entire life I've pretended to work at a grocery store that isn't yeah. functioning. You know, I think that there is like some sort of this underlying, like just uneasy. Like the whole time you are like just uneasy because people just kill each other and then yeah, they're fine. They're just like ah, dang, and then like they just kind of keep rolling, you know. Except for kind of like the main group, they have a little bit a little bit more emotion, but still everyone is kind of like a emotion, emotionally stunted yeah but but again i don't even know if i've said a lick of anything about this current issue but this like i'm so happy to be back you know yeah we
1: we both didn't know that it was coming out i was i was a bit surprised when i saw it in my in my box last week and um yeah honestly like i don't i don't remember how long before the last issue came out but it feels like it's been a long time i agree i'm kind
0: of worried now that this is going to be a just um yeah the last issue 13 came out in may oh okay i mean so yeah i mean that they took a break between whatever it looks like issue number 15 is coming out soon so i was kind of worried it's coming out next month so i was kind of worried that this was just going to be like a halloween one-off
1: or something like that um well that's that's another thing too that's really compelling about the series is that it's it's really untraditional like the, the the arcs aren't really lined up like in it with you know they're not packaged and put a nice little bow on it like the first i think the first arc is issues one through seven but even in between that they take out a couple that it's its own arc but it takes place after what is technically like the what you know in in the line of comics coming out would be the third arc but the third arc actually happens amongst like the second one i i can't remember specifically but it is just like it is that
0: but yeah, in the second uh, in the second arc, it jumps around a lot and telling the stories kind of before. And like there are some issues that just kind of get woven in and out of there that didn't touch on like any of the current timeline, but just was kind of looking at like these kids. And some of them are a lot of fun because it's with different artists and they have like. Uh, My favorite thing is that they have like the little versions of like the baby versions of a lot of these kids and they're wearing the same outfits that they're wearing as adults. I think that's uh, cute. And just again, just the absurdity of this world. But uh, I would like I hope at the end of this arc we're somewhere new and somewhere kind of different. Uh, Yeah.
1: Well, and like that's that's the other thing, too, is just like where this one ends, like Sid has essentially gotten to at least what she thinks is the place that she's been searching for.
0: Yeah and, and it's
1: and it's not it's not up to her liking uh it's not what she thought it was going to be yeah. and we don't we really don't even know if like it's the place she was actually trying to find so um we'll get I don't, I'm, like, I don't even think no she knows i think she's just wandering there might be some
0: maps i vaguely remember seeing a map in an issue uh, yeah. I, did, I reread
1: or I read uh, the second arc rather well and she um, even mentioned in the I'm beginning shy. of this issue she's like oh I have the, I have the boneyard on my map like mm. she said she says that somewhere in there and so like she does have a map but it was like a map that was drawn up by another person that used to be a part of her family that, that they passed on but like the accuracy of it is just like unknown and so she really is just wandering in in different directions at any given time um, and then just yeah. back to like how the arcs break up. So yeah, like issue or arc one was issues one through six. And then mm-hmm. arc two is technically issues 10 through 13. So seven, eight, and nine were like their own. Right. They were all essentially their own one shots. And I believe that the artist was different mm-hmm. for each one of those. And so they're going to be collected in their own thing, I believe. Um, or maybe lumped in with this new arc into a volume, um, but yeah, so I think I'm, it'll
0: be. I think issues seven through 13 will probably be together. And well I hope said, so because,
1: no, because uh, t- no, arc like uh, volume twos uh, came out last or in August and it's it's just 10, 11, 12, and 13. Like the trade seven, paperback? Yeah, seven, eight, and nine oh, haven't been put into a trade yet. Really? Yeah.
0: Interesting. Huh. I would kind of, I would like, that's kind of a bummer because my uh, trade paperback for What's the Farthest Place from Here, the First Arc is probably one of my favorites that I have just because it's like a big beefy boy. And yeah. I it's I would like to have the second one be a big beefy boy as well.
1: But yeah. anyways, that's just me loving big beefy boys. You like the big beefy boys. Sure. fine.
0: Well, everybody,
1: hey, everybody has their thing that they like. I honestly um, don't
0: have that many comics that I want to spotlight this week. I think I just have like um, uh, just two of them.
1: I don't. Uh, I don't either. So I was just gonna shout mine out, but if you would like to go first, do you want to rock
0: paper scissors for it again? We've done this before. Let's do it. Okay,
1: rock, rock paper scissors,
0: scissors shoot. shoot. All right, rock, rock paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. I got rock paper, rock, paper scissors. scissors shoot. Oh, so sorry, everybody. Yes. Beautiful. Oh, wow. That I won. Terrible. You just need. You can't watch. You just got to do it.
1: I, it's it's also hard. I don't. I don't know if there's like a lag. Yeah, anything. there's 100% a lag. Oh, it's man. Crazy. uh, crazy. Crazy. uh satellites. We talked speak. about this last week. Oh, so one thing I wanted to talk about that I don't have because uh, I got the trade for it. I read it, and then I was going to loan it to a buddy of mine, uh, but then I ended up giving it to him because it was his birthday, and uh, that was The Vineyard. I read The Vineyard, loved it. Uh, really, really like Brian Hawkins. Brian Hawkins is actually the Kickstarter that I thought I was getting in the mail oh nice um because i'm trying to that's the black cotton is what i'm waiting yeah yep um but yeah so but yeah i really liked it really like the art um but yeah my buddy owns a, a wine shop downtown and he's also into comics and so he comes into my shop and chats with me and i go drink wine at his place um Good stuff. And uh so I, it just seemed like a good fit. And he was really excited to like get it in his hands. And he's like, I didn't even know this existed. This is so cool. So it was it was it was fun to see him. But something else that I read this week was the ribbon queen number three. Um again, this series just continues to just go. Like it's mm-hmm. it's really thrilling. Uh it's eight issues in total, so this is three of eight. Uh and again, just it's like this horror detective PI comic. Um, it's been really fun to read. There's like mist. There's mystery is unraveling as as, as, every, as it goes on. With, on every with, two, with,
0: page of the turn, a turn of the page. Wow, what's happening right now?
1: Yeah, and uh, like in this issue, we it kind of alludes to that the. the the gal on the cover here may not actually be the ribbon queen, but she might be like possessed by the ribbon queen or the ribbon queen is like its own entity that has used um, this gal as a vessel. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's, it's just such a fun series. I'm really glad that I'm like reading it and I'm on it. I think Kyle might be reading it too. Um, So I need to see what he thought of issue three, but that's really all I read this week. I also fit in the alternates finally. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about it other than like i I enjoyed it because it still has kind of like this zany humor to its kind of dark maniacal villain kind of background. Mm. um, so i I enjoyed it. uh, we'll see how the issues the ensuing issues uh do <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't get as much read this week as I I thought I would. But. I mean, we
0: did read three comics of a, uh, you know, for our buddy uh, Quicksand. I mean, and I was happy to read them. It was nice. It was. It just kept. It does. And again, just jumping back to it. Again, why I think it would be a very good movie is the story just flows very well. Yeah, um, narrative is very good like that. And Great. okay, so I need to eat crow. Is that the expression? Uh, when sure. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? I need to make myself apologize i <laughs> talked about this comic last week junction junction jones and the coder conspiracy and i kept talking about my good friend that i had a lot of conversations with tj well it turns out it's not his name it's tc and i'm so sorry about that that i kept calling you the wrong name because listening back to it i was just like oh i sound like a fool um <laughs> but yeah my bad i'm sorry about that but uh yeah just another great comic uh I you know that I don't normally like comics with a lot of dialogue, but I really like this because it just kind of seems like a I don't want to say like a Kerouac poem, like something like very beat neck of just kind of like ram like long and rambly and kind of just being like, you don't get the point, man. I'm trying to yeah. get to the point, man. And like just a lot of like that. And I I s- said this a little bit last week, but I just love the world that it's it's taken place. It's kind of like like how do you say it's like sci-fi like hobo sci-fi would be the genre that I would put it in. It okay. was just like if if the entire like space wasn't so much if if it was yeah, just train themed, which I just am a big fan of, you know? And yeah. just uh the hobo lore that he's kind of bringing into it and all that stuff and um yeah, so it's and it's been an interesting comic like just just like and we talk about this again've we've, we've talked about this before in the podcast of just really enjoying comics that do things outside of the norm and are yeah. like, cool about it. There's this uh, page in this issue it's mostly in black and white or like kind of like a gray bluish scale but he walks through a crowded area that has like a big neon light and then everything kind of just turns red for a couple of panels or uh, pages of two or whatever. And then just goes back to whatever. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's really interesting. So the world is like actually just this like kind of uh pale diluted color. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, that I'll see if I can uh, find it real quick, but uh, yeah, so it's actually a couple opening pages. You can see like, if you're watching, it's kind of all just black and white, And then he goes through this area and you can see on the page, it fades into having a little bit more color there. And then, and then as he goes away, it's just back to black and white. I think that's so super cool. So shout out to them. Good job on that. And then the last thing that I got into was Godzilla war for humanity. Number two, really enjoyed this. Um, kind of didn't really go anywhere. Uh, I liked it because, uh, they, so there's a new Kaiju in town and they're like, the Kaiju is like kind of, well, I don't want to spoil anything. never mind. the the Kaiju are kind of similar to I don't again, I was gonna be the spoiler. The, <laughs> this Kaiju is sent to like balance things out on the earth. and so he's taking out a lot of humans and they're like, the reason Godzilla isn't doing it is because Godzilla knows that this Kaiju, is here to kill humans and that's its job and the main person's like no i don't believe that and for some reason mothra comes in and is like hey i'm gonna get godzilla on this and so mothra and godzilla have a fight for a couple of panels and that's nice you know um uh it is it's very cute Uh, Godzilla hits him with like his atomic breath and then Mothra like flies off. And then, uh, the little Godzilla, I forget his name. He like shoots out like a little like atomic one, just like tiny, like little solar blimps or uh, solar blimps, solar bloops, whatever. But yeah, those are the comics that I got into this week. I started reading, uh, dust number two, but, uh, I got a call from somebody at work and then I had to stop and, and answer that. So I will yeah. pick that up probably after we wrap this up, but
1: oh, yeah. overall good comics this week. I'm, yeah. I'm happy with everything I got into. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to this week. Cause my, since my stack from last week only got partially dwindled, I got, and I got a big stack this week. I got a big pile to choose from this week. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. One other thing I read, I forgot about. I, I did read uh, the latest big game. Oh, uh, no. Really enjoyed it. Um, still pretty excited about this series um Mm -hmm. i'm like i don't know how to say like i'm ready for it to be over but also like i don't mean it in the sense like i want it to hurry up and finish i'm just really excited i want to i want to get to the end because i just i want to know what what's going on
0: yeah i mean the past two issues have been very like like just leaving you like what's happening like that's pretty much just been the past two issues are just a lot of what's going on so i think it's yeah it'll be a nice i feel like issues four and five will give us four will start to give us some resolution and then five yeah. will just be like the last big battle with hopefully kick-ass fighting like every bad guy that mark miller's
1: ever made that's what i'm hoping for yeah uh yeah so kick ass suits back up in this one and that that's that's super rad and speaking of kick-ass this reminded me i did watch a movie with chloe grace moritz who plays Hit girl in the movie mm-hmm. um So she, I watched a movie with her and I think it's called A Shadow in the Clouds. And it's on Primer. It's on Hulu. And again, it's a horror, it's a horror action movie and it has terrible reviews, but like the Kate, my wife and I watched like the first half of it. And then we were interrupted by like having to deal with some like parenting stuff. Mm -hmm. And then when we got back to like, oh, we can sit down and watch TV again I at first was just like, I don't know how much I want to continue into this, but then I did, we finished the last half of it and I really enjoyed it. Cause it was like, it was a horror film and then it became an action film in the last one, but like eighties style action Ooh. film. And it's all Chloe Grace Moore. It's basically uh, just being hit girl. Yeah. And it was, I really, I really enjoyed it. It was super fun. It's no, it's not the greatest movie I've ever seen, but I really enjoyed it. So awesome. All right, man. Well, Hey, uh, yeah, I think it might be
0: time to uh, saddle up this old horse and dive down into this giant hole that opened
1: up in the earth. Yeah, we're going to ride it right off into the pit. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <Whee>! Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Space
1: and time is different down here. Uh, but yeah, so you can find us on Instagram at the Pullbox Pals, as well as most other social media platforms. That's TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Uh, you can find me on instagram at matt underscore nerdy and you can find monk at that monk guy 89 Uh, we do most of our conversation on instagram and we try to post reviews as frequently as we can some weeks we get busy and miss out but they're there and we enjoy engaging in the community and if you are watching listening whatever you're doing hit that like button subscribe give us some comments and reviews Uh, we love to hear it so you're so good at that. I'm, yeah, gonna... I'm
0: starting to flow with a little bit more. Yeah. You get you like a horse. You're getting your hooves in a grooves. Is nice. that a thing? It is
1: now.
0: <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, on that note, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Uh, we will see you next week. Uh, same. I, I guess I, I wanted to say not the same time, but same channel. We, we did do it a little bit early this week and we didn't address that elephant in the room so sorry if you're tuning in now and we're heading out early i mean not really that early we kind of went long anyways yeah. good seeing <laughs> you mad i'll See talk to you about again. it next week and as always i haven't read comics like these in years
1: get your hooves and grooves
0: <laughs> I was gonna do it's five o'clock somewhere but that was that was better <laughs> oh.